Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Amazon's Alexa will soon be able to read the Velveteen Rabbit to me in the voice of my deceased grandmother. Nope, not creepy at all. Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Gas Tax Holiday Cheeseman. This is Chad, gonna get boosted again. So wash. Nice. And on this week's show, JobGit says workers of the world unite. Wilco isn't just a great band from Chicago, and Amazon is running out of people to torture. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text Uh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that's something. Swiftly matching people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, We did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm hopefully going to feel fine after this shot. I got to get this shot before we uh, we take our, our trip to Wreckfest in London. 
Yeah, I, I got boosted before Belgium, so I, I feel I feel like I'm all right. I don't need another one. I'm I'm good. Oh, you got four? Okay, cool. I got I got two boosted because okay. Uh, when they said over fifty, get that fourth one. <laughs> I was in line. <laughs> Celebrated fifty one with a nice shot in the arm. Give me that shot, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll love this. You know my my son Cole fifteen. Yeah, and, and you'll remember these days. So my my man gets up at ten thirty in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much what I did. He eats yeah. breakfast, which is a pretty good, like Jimmy Dean's kind of bowl kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then an hour later he eats lunch. Remember those days when you could just eat all day and yes. not, not gain a pound anyway. Jealous I am. Yeah. Well, I, I remember uh football two a days. I yeah. would literally load. I couldn't eat enough. I mean, I was losing weight. I was eating so much, but we we worked so hard. But yeah, those were the days. You, you didn't look at a burger and gain fucking 10 oh, pounds. My, my stepmom <laughs> would make these casseroles. I would eat yeah. half a casserole. <laughs> I would drink an entire two liter of Coke. And then I would have some sort of like a piece of cake for dessert. And I was, you know, 32 waist at the time. Oh, t- too easy. Too easy. Too yeah. easy. All right. Enough <laughs> of that nostalgia let's get uh i don't know to shout out shout out shout out you first you hit it brick house remember brick all right firing yeah firing squad alum brick that's b-r-i-q and uh ceo marcellus diorinos he received golf claps from both of us if you remember has raised four million dollars in usd in a pre-series a round in case you missed it, Brick enables employers to create an ideal candidate profile, then blindly screens candidates on cognitive abilities and personality traits to match the ideal candidate profile. Hey, golf clap might be turning into a rousing applause here soon, and they've got four million reasons to to do it. Brick, shout out to you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that four million is going to get them there to full applause to for me yet, but uh, congrats! And again, that's Brick B R Y Q. That's oh, cute. Did I say K? I think you said I. E- either way, doesn't matter. B R Y Q. Yeah, that's part of their problem, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my my first shout out goes to VR. You're gonna love this. Oh, you're yes. gonna love this. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. No, dude. <laughs> Uh, Julie actually, she bought these tickets for the Van Gogh immersive experience, which is happening all over the country, all over the world, to be quite frank. And we went to Cincinnati. It's only about an hour, hour and a half away. And uh, on this immersive experience, it is so fucking cool. I mean, if you haven't gone, you've got to go. But I've got to talk about the VR experience. I've used VR with games for a while. And it's interesting. It's fun. It's cool. I hate the fucking headset on all the time. But when we did the VR experience for Van Gogh, you sat down, you put on the the, the goggles and it started and it literally felt like you were moving. I was sitting in a chair. Yeah. And you could feel movement. Your brain was telling you that you were moving. It was one of the coolest experiences, immersive Uh experiences I have had and i was sitting in a chair in cincinnati downtown cincinnati <laughs> so what do you do like you go you roam through the starry night or something the van gogh painting and other yeah. paintings okay yeah he t- they take you through like the different landscapes uh-huh. that he painted 
and you see the actual landscapes and then the, the, the painting actually pops up right there. So you can see the, the painting kind of like in the actual landscape itself, mm. uh, but you're continuously moving. It's a 360 environment. Uh, it was incredibly cool. But the coolest part was the motion when you felt like you when you were moving forward or when the VR had you moving forward, your body was telling you like you were feeling a little bit of G-force. It was mm-hmm. it was weird. Now, did the chair actually move and did it kind no. of vibrate? Like, you know, you've no. seen those like roller coaster yeah. uh, uh-uh. things. No, you just, the, nothing moved, just the whole thing in your head moved and you felt like you were moving around. Yeah, your senses just felt like you were in motion, which was incredibly cool, even though you weren't. So you're saying there's a chance this VR thing might happen. <laughs> there is a chance. There are practical applications. I'm just not sure what they are yet. Nice. Well, something that did happen, uh, you might remember Valance, another Firing Squad uh, alum. So back in May, we did Buy or Sell. Actually, not Firing uh-huh. Squad. We did Buy or Sell on a show. Valance came up. Uh, we said if it was a <laughs> if it was a quick flip acquisition prospect, yeah. we were we were in favor of it. So so yeah, boom, Greenwood, uh, a digital banking platform for Black and Latino individuals and business owners has just acquired the company. Once again, Tim Sakadamas Sackett's got nothing on us in terms of the predictions. <laughs> uh, shout out to Valance. Big shout out to Veritone. That's right, kids. The parent company to Pando Logic. They acquire artificial intelligence voice creator Vocalid. Is that how you say that? Vocalid? <laughs> anyway, I, since... Uh, Pando's acquisition, I've been incredibly interested in what the hell this Veritone thing is, uh, especially this quote unquote, you know, operating system for AI. So we're able to actually dig in. We did a, a, an interview with Ryan, who's the CEO, and he talked about, you know, all the different uh, voice cloning and whatnot. As we continue to dig deeper, this, this acquisition is awesome. I see them expanding capabilities, expanding portfolio. But for us, I think it's incredibly exciting to take a look at what they're doing, not just in voice, but they're Uh also starting to create somewhat right now creepy avatars, but it's getting closer and closer (laughs) to look real. I, I, I don't know what to say. Cloning voice, cloning avatars. It's it's pretty awesome and creepy at the same time. Dude, are you okay? VR creepy avatars. I know. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. Okay, uh, shout out to a couple a couple people that love our show and have have made some moves this week. Uh, first up is our friend Tyler Weeks, Marriott International's newest employee. Nice. He left hired score for Big Co as their VP of Talent Analytics. That sounds pretty cool. Shout out to our favorite Banff Canada sidekick. Keep kicking that ass, Tyler, and our friend Evan White is now Ooh. senior director of PR and events at Factory Fix, and Factory Fix loves them some Chad and cheese. So, Evan, hopefully we'll see you soon in Louisville. If you know, you know. Keep up the great work, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Tyler Weeks and Evan White. Good job, guys. All right, guys. As always, we got free shit. If you haven't hit up chadcheese.com, hit the free link, put in your information. We got T-shirts from Emissary. We got beer from Pillar, and we got whiskey from our friends at Text Kernel. If you haven't signed up yet, head out to chadcheese.com, click the free link, and sign up for your chance to kill your liver and make your summer fashion statement with a free <laughs> Chad and Cheese T-shirt. <laughs> 
And we've also got uh, travel. What's up for us with travel? Events. Hey, it's Wreckfest, bitches. We've got Wreckfest coming up. And again, they're now sold out. We're going to be out there. We're going to enjoy the Disrupt stage and sing all day. We're going to have a cast of characters on stage with us. Uh, come and pitch a tent in the Disrupt tent, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you in London. You've got to be excited for this one. I am excited. So I don't know if you saw this or, or talked about it when I was absent, but uh, uh, Liam Gallagher of Oasis, uh, yeah. my favorite band, played in Nebworth recently. And uh, someone who attended pulled out a, a, a chunk of grass and put it on eBay to sell. And the last I saw it was up to $65,000. So I'm wondering what a blade of grass from Wreckfest is going to garner on eBay. I might have to find <laughs> out. I might have to find out. 65000 for some grass. Idiots with too much money. Happy birthday! We got some birthdays to celebrate. Some fans out there that love the show that we're going Excellent. to highlight. Taking another trip around the sun. Karen Wong is another year older. Seppi Nairi, super fan and recent yes. uh, beer drop winner. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, she's a recruiter looking for bilingual sales folks. So if, uh, if you got any hints for her, hit her up on LinkedIn. She needs a little advice on that one. Zach Martin celebrates a birthday. Shannon Zach. Pritchett. Easy Ooh. does it. Shannon Pritchett at Hire Easy. Hire Easy. Celebrates a birthday. And Carrie Corbin is also another year older. So 29 again. Happy birthday. To the fans of Chad Cheese that are celebrating another year on the earth. We love you. All right. But we got a lot of news this week. All right. We do. We do. uh, Let's get to JobGet. LinkedIn for shift workers. Yep. JobGet, a mobile app for hourly workers, an app that has been downloaded nearly 2 million times, by the way, has raised $52 million in Series B funding, including $12 million in venture debt financing. This brings total raised, according to Crunchbase, at $54.4 million dollars. More than 50,000 companies have used JobGet to post jobs, including Home Depot and my favorite, Taco Bell. Notably, Ryan Eberhard, formerly Chief Product Officer at Zip Recruiter, has also joined as president. Chad, what are your thoughts on the JobGet news? I want to use this as a lesson for startups, number one, and as a semi-rant. So first and foremost, JobGet is what work here could have been if work here had anyone on staff who understood go to market and actually had brains for the, the business of recruiting. Okay. <laughs> this is a great comparison of how two similar businesses work here dies and job get is starting to flourish. Hmm. So seriously, founders and CEOs, you should be listening and watching the market for these types of start comparisons. So JobGet CEO has a PE background, investment back banking, uh, management consulting background, but JobGet's partnership guy has deep understanding in the industry with experience at Monster, Simply Hired, and Zip. And then their VP of sales, Joe, has history all the way back to NetTemps in 1998. Do you remember NetTemps? What did you say? <laughs> I know, man. Anyways, his experience also extends into Stack Overflow, Hacker Rank, and Zip as well. So notice those two positions, partnerships and sales, are extremely important to go to market. 
and the combined experience and go-to-market for only those two positions speaks volume. So tech matters, kids. I, I don't want to say that it doesn't, but people matter even more. What are your, what are your thoughts about also the, the, the new entrance, uh, the new president? Well, yeah, having having uh, industry experts at the helm of your company, and, and you just rattle off uh, more than a few of them, um, is obviously uh, always always a good idea. And and this is an exciting company that, frankly, I didn't know a whole hell of a lot about mm-hmm. uh, until this news dropped. Uh, so, number one, I mean, this is this is a huge opportunity in the U.S. alone. The number of workers uh, job kit can that job get can touch is more than eighty three million. Terms of the hourly opportunity, um, number two, I think there is a room. There is room for a uh, LinkedIn for those who aren't on LinkedIn. Uh, and if that sounds familiar, uh, Jobcase has already uh, kind of tried to take this mantle. Yep. So to me, this is really interesting in terms of it's a tale of two apps, meaning mobile. And I think that what where JobGet thrives is their ability to drive people to their mobile app and actually be a mobile app that's usable, not just an app that's like search for a job and we're done, right? There's there's a lot of community here. There's a lot of advice, et cetera. So if you look at the numbers, Jobcase uh, has 189 reviews on the uh, Apple App Store um, and 50,000 downloads on Android. JobGet, in comparison, has some 4,000 reviews on the App Store and 500,000 downloads on Android. So you're looking at 10x in terms of how much better they've been at penetrating uh, that market. Now, I will also say that in my research, I found that Snagajob, who we give a lot of shit to, uh, (laughs) has 141,000 reviews and 5 million downloads. So just to Mm -hmm. summarize that, 50K downloads for Jobcase, 500 for JobGet, and 5 million for Snagajob. So... Uh, maybe we should be giving Snag a job a little bit more love, but to me, again, great opportunity. JobGet has a lot of the great pieces. Uh, they're focused on mobile. If you go to their website, it's like go to the App Store and download the app. If you go to JobCase, mm-hmm. there's not even a link to their their app on Android or Apple. Now they have a mobile screenshot but nothing in terms of a link to download the app. So I think Jobcase is missing some real opportunity to drive more uh, engagement in that space. So to me, that was that was really the story. If you're going to connect with an hourly workforce, you have to be mobile, and JobGet is uh, is kicking Jobcase's ass right now in terms of that that discussion. Yeah, well, you take a look at the, the hourly market right now. You mentioned Jobcase. Snag a job. I mean, they've been around forever, uh, yep. and and I don't know if they've found their way or they've lost it, found it, lost it again. I mean, it's just like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. ZipRecruiter, Indeed, CareerBuilder, AMS, and their hourly platform. I believe all of those platforms have great promise. Well, I mean, all but CareerBuilder, but. <laughs> Their generality, for the most part, is a lack of focus to the hourly space. And in this case, job get, I mean, again, a pun, they get it. And and Mm -hmm. I think having the expertise on staff, being able to focus on uh, go to market, and getting this cash, I, I think it's I think it's a, a great leg up for them. But again, founders, if you're looking at start comparisons, again, look at the market, see how some of some are navigating through it and some are just fucking they're 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 crashing. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to highlight Snagajob too much. I mean, let's be honest, they were probably the first app ever 
made for any kind of <laughs> yeah. position. And when apps first came out, everybody downloaded everything because it was kind of cool. So so I, I don't mean to highlight Snagajob uh, all that much. I think they're kind of a legacy product that a lot of people you know downloaded uh, many years ago. But I do think mobile is going to be key if you're going to really tap into the hourly market because a lot of these folks live and die on their mobile devices. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's get to Fountain. Another big news story. So Fountain, a hiring platform for high volume hiring. Here we go with that high high, high volume shit again. Has announced the extension of its November 2021 Series C round by 100 million dollars, bringing the total to 185 million and its grand total to 218.9 million according to Crunchbase. The company says it has experienced a 10x increase since its Series B in September of 2019, with business tripling year-over-year from 2020 to 2021 and is on pace to almost triple again this year, and employee headcount uh, is growing by more than 300%. Since its founding in 2014, Fountain has processed over 68 million applications and helped to hire more than 9.2 million workers in more than 75 countries worldwide. Chad, can this fountain keep the good times flowing or is it about to run dry? So founded in 2014, the first build was just a better interview system. That's all they did. But over time, they started to notice a huge gap, a larger addressable market when it came to hourly, when it came to high volume. So they made that pivot. Here's the thing. Within that pivot, they broadened up the technical scope, but then they closed in more on the hourly and the high volume because there was a huge gap in the market. I don't know how many applicant tracking systems over the years have said that they can, they can quote unquote, cater to high volume, but mm-hmm. they really couldn't. They, they had no real framework or apparatus to get hourly workers in quickly, right? They just didn't cater to them well. Yep. Fountain very simply saw that and they went after it. And, and obviously it is working damn well for them. So uh, that, that, this, is a, this is a big applause for any organization. Once again, founders, these are the things that you have to look at. You have to look at market validation, but also gaps in the market who are not. Yeah. I'm forgetting what their name was before Fountain. It was like Onboard IQ or some crazy shit like Jump that. Jump something. Dude, how often do we talk about these, you know, hundred million plus dollar recipients uh, and investment being in the right place at the right time? Well, hello, Fountain. Uh, since being founded in 2014, well, hello, res- great resignation. Hello, COVID. Uh, you know, we're talking desperate, uh, desperate employers spending whatever it takes to find warm bodies to fill seats, particularly in these uh, high turnover industries. These guys promise to automate the finding, qualifying, and hiring of hourly workers. And that's obviously an appealing message for a lot of employers who are suddenly really interested in writing blank checks to companies that can help them put warm bodies um, into seats. So as far as I can see, let the good times roll. These guys have raised money at the right time. What happens to them in longer term, I think is going to be interesting. Is there an IPO in the future? Uh, look, they've they've got robots to deal with. They've got recession around the corner and they've got, you know, the gig economy to kind of deal with longer term. So, you know, I think I don't know what the, the runway looks like for success for these guys, but it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, they've picked an interesting niche that's going to go through a lot of volatility in the next decade. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, so to me, it's like raise the money, go public, make that bank. And then, uh, you know, let the, let the chips fall where they may with robots and, uh, recessions and gig economies. Well, as we talked about all of those brands before, as we were talking about job, get, uh, none of those platforms for the most part, other than hourly AMS is hourly does what fountain does, right? They, they might attract the right people, but they don't actually get them into a seat quick. And that's what you need. You need an attraction strategy. Then you need an actual nice fluid and quick way to get those individuals into seats online, wherever they are, before your competitors actually take them off the market. These guys are definitely scratching employers where they itch, right? If, oh, yeah. if, if you can automate finding people, qualifying them, you know, pre-screening them, and then actually hiring them and onboarding them, then like that's a that's a that's a message that's made of money these days. Oh yeah. And, uh, and these guys have kind of perfected that. So their marketing is is right on as well. Just like buying fountain.com. Uh, talk about a nice, nice URL. So smart. It was, it was jump something dot me. I can't remember what their, their, their last name IQ was. or something. I thought IQ was. Mm, in I there. can't remember. Anyway, I can't uh, remember. So many companies, dude. Yeah. We're, we're, we're brilliant for just keeping up with any of them. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, some total. Uh, one, at least your, your boy, Josh Burson isn't as uh, excited about. So Cornerstone on Demand has entered into an agreement with Skillsoft to acquire some total, a learning talent and workforce management solution for complex, highly regulated organizations such as Capgemini and Edward Jones. The price tag, $200 million. Commenting on the announcement, Himanshu Palsul, CEO of Cornerstone said, quote, together we will continue our mission in helping organizations and their people to develop future-proof skills, flexibly grow their careers, and achieve shared success, end quote. Your boy, Josh Burson, was bearish on the news and said, quote, the sum total technology stack is old and the learning management system market has moved on. Companies no longer really want their LMS to operate as an employee-facing system and new platforms like Edcast, Degreed, and Microsoft Viva Learning are taking over, end quote. Chad, are you on Team Burson on this one? Or are you lacing up for a slam dunk on your favorite pundit? <laughs> Let's go back in history just a little bit. Skillsoft was ac- acquired by Charterhouse Capital, a PE firm out of London, for $2 billion in 2014. <laughs> you know what being acquired by a PE firm means, right? Skillsoft then acquired some total a little bit later in 2014 after the Charterhouse acquisition. So I, I see the big change happening just last December of 2021 when Skillsoft bought Code Academy. Mm-hmm. I believe Skillsoft and Charterhouse see the future in dollars in coding, which is why it makes sense to sell some total. Uh, for Cornerstone, it's about consolidation, more content, and a bigger profile or portfolio of customers. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if Cornerstone is is going to make some total adopt the the, the new cat anus logo. That's the that's my <laughs> big question. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh shit! This is why we don't share notes before the show. <laughs> this is why we don't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Total client grab, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Cornerstone owns uh, Edcast, the newcomer to the space. Mm-hmm. And some total has some really large clients, uh, so this makes financial sense. Um, if they can retain some totals existing client base uh, and keep them from going to the competition, which, by the way, is heating up, as we mentioned in the summary, 
Yeah. But it's a move that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, two million, two hundred million is a lot of is, will buy a lot of beer. But if it, if it keeps your competitors at bay and keeps the clients that are there uh, in the kitty, then I'd say it's probably a good move. Particularly after buying Edcast, you really want to you really want to hyper grow that thing with with customers. Drop two hundred million on some total, and you can do that. Agreed. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with a little buy or sell. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com that's pandologic.com buy or sell buy or sell the meatloaf (laughs) yes all right let's do this cpal not cpap it's it's c-e-i-p-a-l and it is pronounced cpal because i looked it up on youtube (laughs) ai powered talent acquisition automation platform cpal has raised $16.5 million in its Series B round with an additional $4.5 million in debt financing for a total of $21 million. They currently serve 120,000 recruiters and plan to fuel uh, regional market expansion, particularly within the U.S., U.K., and India with the new funding. They have a global team of 450 employees and plan to grow to more than 1,000 global employees in the next 12 to 18 months. Chad, are you a buy or sell on CPAL? So the CEO has vendor management solutions background. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to take on VMS, ATS, CRM, and a bunch of other point solutions. Last but not least, I was introduced to CPAL a little over a year ago. And I haven't heard a marketing peep since. I mean, generally, you get uh, targeted by cookies or something like that, at least, right? (laughs) None of that. I hate the brand. I hate the logo. I hate the colors, the message, the focus. I mean, they, they, they literally are way too broad, not to mention the CEO is a CEO and founder of two companies, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can be less focused. I, I would, I would love to see a company like this kick ass. And take names, but they do have a lack of industry experience other than the VMS side mm-hmm. and obviously discipline. So for me, it's 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 an easy sell. Oh, hell no. All right. Yeah, I'm going to echo a lot of those sentiments. Uh, too much competition. They want to be everything to everyone. Uh, I, I, I encourage you to go to the website and just get overwhelmed with all the shit that they apparently do. And they're selling it as as almost a poor man's option. Uh, they claim to be a quarter of the price of similar uh, solutions, and that's rarely a recipe for success, everybody. <laughs> if, if they were hyper-focused, like you said, and I thought about 
our friends at Recruit CRM, who's super focused on staffing agencies. Yes. Like, to me, that's the way to go. Uh, but they are not focused <laughs> at all. They are everything to everybody. And in doing so, they are nothing to nobody. So for me, yeah, that's a big, big, big sell. Next up is Wilco. Wilco. Wilco, an upscaling platform for software developers, has raised $7 million in seed funding. On Wilco's platform, developers join a fantasy tech company, a game-like experience designed to accelerate their professional growth. At their new workplace, that's workplace in air quotes, engineers go on quests that challenge them to navigate complex lifelike scenarios while utilizing real tools and technologies. The individual quests in Wilco are designed to build soft skills in a virtual world where today they are only learned in real time. Chad, are you a buy or sell on Wilco? So I have to say, doing these buy or sells, I get bored as fuck because most of these vendors, week after week after week, are, are the same regurgitated look, feel, mission statements, blah, blah, blah. What did you say? <laughs> yeah, most really don't know who they are or what they want to be when they grow up. Not Wilco. It mm-hmm. seems like they really understand who they are and why they are. Quote from the website. Uh, Some people have easier access to key career opportunities than others based purely on their social status, creating an experience gap. By unbundling professional development from employment, we aim to reduce that gap and give everyone the chance to both gain new skills and master existing ones at an accelerated pace, end quote. The site feels like a 1980s video game, 16-bit style. They are transparent. Staff is 43% women in engineering. Hell yeah! 77% prefer Nintendo over Sega, of course. And 53% prefer beer over wine. I'll take either. doesn't matter. I was really drawn into the story and the concept. I am a huge fan, if you can't tell. But I can't tell. Here's the rub, kids. Uh-oh. No business, no real business, sales, or partnership chops. So I know they just broke out of stealth mode, but mm-hmm. until they get some industry go-to-market veterans on the team, I, I, I got to sell. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> the seeds of the metaverse in hiring are being planted, Chad. Uh, the visuals on this thing, like you said, it looks like an arcade in 1982, which love it. I couldn't help but love and feel nostalgia for Pac-Man fever and everything else. So, <laughs> okay, to the business part, developers are so focused on hard skills that the soft stuff, you know, how to react to a crisis, for example, are totally right. missed in today's market. Yes. Companies need their team to be ready for things like, oh, I don't know, a ransomware attack without actually going through a ransomware attack. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really early in this company's life, like just out of stealth mode, uh, go to their site to check it out. If you like the old school, like graphics of, of video games, but I do love the concept. I think it's something that people aren't even considering. Like they're so concerned about, you know, how to code and take this test and pre-screen and everything. Like they don't really think about, Hey, when the shit hits the fan, 
are these folks actually going to be able to handle, you know, the pressure cooker? And mm -hmm. Wilco is looking to solve that problem. On a side note, uh, Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is one of the best albums of the last 25 years. <laughs> so I'm going to buy the music and I'm going to buy the 1982 arcade. Okay. I am a buy on Wilco. Big fan, Wilco. Just uh, we'll check back in six months. Yeah, we got to get these guys on firing squad. We got to oh, yeah. get them on the squad. Okay. Yes. All right. Next up is, uh, it's probably Canda Tech, but Chad and I kind of like Candy Tech better. Very stripper. Are you ready for a world without resumes, Chad? The Tel Aviv-based startup has raised $9 million in seed funding. Candy Tech says they enable companies to accurately assess job candidates with an online job simulation platform. No word if that's VR. The platform allows hiring managers to tailor simulations to their specific roles using tech that reviews tests objectively and automatically. At the same time, candidates are given the opportunity to, quote, sample the positions at an early stage in the process, which reduces the chances of poor hiring decisions and turnover. Chad, is Candy Tech tasty? Or are you throwing that snack away? Buy or sell Candy Tech. Uh, after Test Gorilla just got juiced with $70 million in funding, you got to ask yourself, does the world really need another assessment company? Yep. I, mean, I mean, seriously, I love the continued kill the resume narrative, but how will these assessments be portable? Can a candidate share their assessment with other employers? How is it portable, right? The CV sucks. Totally get it. We can say it over and over. But if you are not making your assessment portable, widely used, then everybody's going to go right back to the CV. It's it's what everybody knows. It's what everybody might hate, but they still use it until you achieve portability or an opportunity with another organization to make your assessment more portable and usable by me, the candidate, right? This is not, not about you. It's not about the employer. It's about the candidate's assessment and how they can actually use it everywhere. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm a sell. Oh, hell no. This? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're going to need a bigger boat, Chad. Uh, you, mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned Tess Gorilla having just raised $70 million. Um, there's Hacker Rank. There's Plum. There's Vervo. Uh, I could go on. Is there room for one more? Uh, the best I can hope for is an acquisition <laughs> to be tacked on to a bigger solution. And I'm not betting on Jaws coming along anytime soon to gobble these guys up. So for me as well... <laughs> major sell on candy tech but i kind of like the name just make an iowa <laughs> all right let's take a quick break pay some bills and talk about your favorite big corporation are you struggling to attract the talent you need today do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad, you ready for some Amazon news? 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and we're going to throw in Alabama to make it especially fun. <laughs> oh, double Jesus. So your favorite company is in the news again. Looks like unions might not be their biggest labor threat. Nope. They could actually run out of people to hire in U.S. warehouses by 2024. That's according to a leaked internal research memo from mid-2021 that Recode got its hands on. The internal research said, quote, if we continue business as usual, Amazon will deplete the available labor supply, end quote. Vox added, quote, The leaked internal findings serve as a cautionary tale for other employers who seek to emulate the Amazon way of management, which emphasizes worker productivity over just about everything else and churns through the equivalent of its entire frontline workforce every year. So it's no surprise, Chad, that Amazon unveiled its first fully autonomous warehouse robot at its annual conference this week. Release the bots. Let's go to Alabama real quick, Chad. After 27 years of operation, Bailey's Seafood Restaurant is closing for good, mm-hmm. citing a lack of cooks as the reason. In a Facebook post, the owner said, quote, with a heavy heart, we will be closing for good due to inability to get needed staff to run a restaurant efficiently, end quote. Release the bots, Chad. <laughs> Well, we all know that Jeff Bezos is going to go to the robots as soon as he humanly can. I mean, it's just, it's too easy. He doesn't like humans. He tries to treat humans like robots. And this new study obviously demonstrates that he treats them like shit and they're not coming back. Nope. So, I mean, he's totally like burning out a whole generation of workers. Mm-hmm. Then we take a look at, you know, the the restaurant, the, the restaurant industry. I know you hate hearing this, Joel, but we have to look toward, we have to look toward Europe. Okay. Uh Europe has a much better minimum wage. Number one, number two, they don't have this 24 hours instant gratification bullshit that's happening, right? They actually have to be quite frank, some amazing restaurants and little bitty towns instead of McDonald's and so on and so forth. (laughs) But they also can pay people better and also have better hours for those individuals. They're not working 12 hours straight, right? They'll if you take a look at European restaurant hours, if you haven't had lunch by 3, well, you're going to have to wait till 7 because European restaurants, unless you just want tapas and a beer, they close down. So they're looking toward their people, not burning them out and paying them better. We yep. should we should look at them. Well, this pretty much throws out the window that Amazon is going to change its ways in terms of how it treats workers. No this way. He's saying, you know what? We're going to run them through the meat grinder and then we're going to replace them with robots. So I'm not going to look for any kind of special treatment from Amazon to its workers anytime soon. I guess we can hope that Walmart uh, actually does the right thing and treats people well, but they're probably going to go robotics as well. The the Alabama story is sad. Uh, Obviously, Bailey's is not some major chain uh, of restaurant. The, right. the cook that was there, I think, was retiring after 30 years um, in the business. So like <laughs> these poor these poor restaurants are counting on 67 year old cooks to kind of churn out the po' boys uh, for the uh, for the guests. Uh, so anyway, additionally, Chad, 2024, that's the date. Amazon has said by 2024, we're going to be out of people. So Amazon has spoken human beings. We've had a good run. Um, it's time for universal basic income. It's time for on di- on time deliveries from drones, 
and it's time to get my shrimp po'boys back. Flippy, sippy, and wingy. <laughs> Let's go. Miso Robotics, release the bots. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.